Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. Over the last two seasons, we've enjoyed bringing unknown stories from history to you every weekend. Now it's your turn to bring a story to us. Every town in every corner of the world has a story, and its history is our history. Tell us the story about your hometown and what makes it special or unique. We're calling it Hometown History. Who or what is your town known for? Tell us your hometown story either in an email or a voice message from our Facebook page. Phil and I will choose one hometown's history to research and profile in a full episode of Season 3 of The Missing Chapter. And we'll contact you to be a part of it. Every hometown has a story. The next chapter we add to the history textbooks could be yours. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Living in central New York my entire life, there are tons of stories of state and local history that have gained national attention. Most people, when they think of New York, they think skyscrapers and subways, when in fact, where we are is more like, well, steers and silos. In one of those towns in upstate New York, a woman by the name of Annie is born. On October 24, 1838, Annie Edson Taylor was born in Auburn, New York. She was one of eight children and unfortunately faced many hardships. Her father passed away when she was only 12, but she found a way to become a teacher later on. She got married very young, at 18, in a marriage that she later said she regretted, and eventually had a son, but unfortunately he died in infancy. And then her husband, shortly after, passed away as well. Finding ways to stay afloat, she moves from New York to Michigan and opened a dance studio, but that didn't pan out. She went back to her first love of teaching, and taught music. Well, that didn't work out either, and neither did another job in Texas, then equally unsuccessful in Mexico City. Finally, she returns back to Michigan. She's now in her early 40s. She had experienced more setbacks. She survives an earthquake, her house burning down. She loses not only her home, but her finances after some investments she made falls through. Then got held up at gunpoint in a stagecoach by some threatening robbers, but she refused to give up her 800 bucks hidden in her dress even after they put the gun to her head. She was as tough as she was adventurous. Growing up in a small town, she felt the only way to, quote, hold her place in the world, as she said, was to make more money. How would she do that when in the 1900s, being in her 40s was just too old to start over, many said. Well, if I can't get a job, she thought, maybe I can get attention because 
fame pays. But what could she do, she asked herself, that would gain some sort of recognition and maybe a payday? Well, even though she came from a small town, she didn't have a small mind. She thought big. And there's one destination that thousands of people flock to every year to witness one of nature's most powerful spectacles, Niagara Falls. In an era of Harry Houdini and Barnum and Bailey and other death-defying showmen, Annie Taylor was about 62 years old now, and she became front-page famous when she made a courageous and, at the very least, questionable decisions. She began designing a diagram and made a prototype out of cardboard and string, then with the help of a local company that made beer kegs, an oak and iron container about four and a half feet tall, stuffed with one of her lucky pillows, and when it was done, it was about as big as an antique icebox, or in this case, what most people would consider a small coffin, because what she was building wasn't a piece of furniture, it would be her vehicle down one of the most treacherous drops known to man, down Niagara Falls. The idea came to me like a flash of light, she said, go over the falls in a barrel. She selected each piece of wood for the barrel, and the finished product was uneven and oblong, less than three feet at its widest and tapered at either end. It was secured by 10 metal hoops and weighed at the bottom with an anvil to keep it upright along the river. Several delays slowed the process of launching the barrel, mostly because no one really wanted to be part of a potential suicide. But two days before Taylor's own attempt, she tested it out on a cat. The cat was sent over the Horseshoe Falls in her barrel to test its strength to see if the barrel would break or not. The cat survives the plunge, and then 17 minutes later, after the cat was found with a little bit of bleeding on her head, they positioned the cat with Taylor to take some pictures. So now, she crawls into this white oak barrel in the afternoon of her 63rd birthday on October 24th, 1901, and fresh, compressed air was pumped into the barrel using a bike pump before the lid was screwed down and she was sealed inside. The hole used for the air was corked, and the compressed air and Annie were sealed quite snugly inside. And there was enough air for almost an hour, although her journey would take much less. She was towed by a rowboat from the Canadian side of the Niagara River, where the waters ran deeper toward Horseshoe Falls, which was the biggest of the three. After a short taxiing by a boatman, Taylor was released and floated toward, quote, the mighty cataract, as she later put it, protected only by pillows packed in around her. I felt as though I were being suffocated, she wrote, but I was determined to be brave. The barrel swayed and swerved and swooped down the rapids toward the edge as the roar of the falls grew louder and louder. Then, after a brief moment of calm at the very top, Taylor felt the gravity pull over the edge of the Canadian Horseshoe Falls and plummeted her over 170 feet. Seconds later, she hit the surface, sank below it immediately, and the barrel spun as it was tossed around before surfacing behind the falls only a few seconds later. Disappearing again behind the falls, she reappears about 15 agonizing minutes later by the Canadian shore. And water started to seep in, and the barrel bounced off the rocks before being shot, as a witness described, quote, like an arrow from a bow, back into the mess of waves created by the falls. She was not adrift for long, as throngs of spectators watched from both the American and Canadian sides, 
She was quickly pulled from the water by a team of anxious rescuers who tore the lid off the barrel and found her startled, seasick, clutching her lucky, heart-shaped, and now waterlogged pillow and bruised with a gash on her head, which some claim actually came from extracting her from the barrel and not from the plunge itself. But anyway, the trip itself took less than 20 minutes. It must have felt like a lifetime. One of the rescuers was Carlisle Graham, her friend and the first man to run the rapids on a raft. And after seeing her alive and somewhat unscathed, he said, good God, she's alive. The maid of the mist honked its horn as she bobbed up from the falls. Someone on a megaphone alerted the onlookers of her survival. And now people cheered as she emerged from the makeshift barrel. The Boston Globe said several days later that Taylor had accomplished a feat, quote, never attempted except in the deliberate commission of suicide. Today, I mean, fame almost always equates to fortune, and Annie certainly found the fame, but unfortunately didn't find the fortune or wealth that she was striving for. After the journey, Taylor told the media, If it was with my dying breath, I would caution anyone against attempting the feat. I would sooner walk up to the mouth of a cannon knowing that it was going to blow me to pieces than make another trip over the falls. So if you're ever in the area or just need a getaway and you want to visit one of the many historic sites New York has to offer, take a trip to Niagara Falls. And while you're there, picture tumbling over, over, and over again in a makeshift barrel and give honor to the first person to ever dare to make the couple hundred feet drop over the edge. Annie Edson Taylor. This has been a missing chapter short. Your quick fix for one of history's forgotten stories in a busy world. Listen to more shorts as well as full-length episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast providers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.